Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again, Jane Rogers, the superintendent of the Milan Community School Corporation. Good morning to you, Jane. Good morning. Thank you for having me today, Tom. Well, it's always good to have you, Jane. Of course, uh, the uh, order of business here is to review the uh, Milan School Board meeting from earlier this week. And to uh, start off, you had a uh, recognition uh, regarding a uh, JAG specialist. Our board recognized Carol Schmidt. Uh, She was honored recently as the JAG Specialist of the Year. Carol is our JAG teacher. JAG stands for Jobs for America's Graduates. And it is a program we have in our school for juniors and seniors um, who may be at risk of um, determining their graduation path or finishing up final coursework to help them be successful after graduation. And the neat thing about the program is it's not just a class that a student takes, but the student becomes involved with the program, has opportunities to be in competitions, and then after graduation, the student um, stays connected with Mrs. Schmidt Uh, as they search for their new employment or whether they're enrolling or enlisting. And she actually follows up with them a year after graduation. So it's a wonderful program. But for Carol to be named the specialist of the year for our region was quite an honor. Yeah, indeed, and uh, it's a lot of a uh, lot of work that uh, those folks put in, and the fact that, uh, as you said, Jane, that she was uh, recognized as the the regional uh, uh, Jake Specialist of the Year. That's a, that's a fantastic honor for her, indeed. And um, another thing is always, uh, Jane, that's uh, an ongoing thing is uh, personnel, and uh, some action was taken by the board on Monday night. And what can you tell us about those, please? Uh, yes, as school nears. Um, The personnel list grows, and that is an exciting thing for us because after uh, retiring many staff members in May, um, we did have positions to fill, and we've also been able uh, to increase our offerings in some areas, so we're very excited about that. Um, We have so far hired at Milan Elementary these teachers. For fourth grade, we've hired Matt Pickerel. Samantha Geary, and Shelby Rowland. And then in kindergarten, Alexis Wirt. And as a special education resource teacher, Daniel Harm. And in the intermediate and middle school, we've also had several hirings, which will mean new faces. Uh, Beth Halcom in middle school English and social studies. John Bruner in middle school math. Paige Simon as a special ed teacher, and Heather Hacker as a middle school and high school choir teacher. And then at Milan High School, again, we have a number of new faces, and those include, in English, Rebecca Wilhelm and Janae Chapin, in science, Stephanie Suto, and in our um, special education area, Chelsea Holyoke. And then we're very excited that in our agriculture program, we will have Jesse Baugh. And then beginning at the second semester, we will have the addition of a young lady named Sydney Smith. So that will allow us to increase our ag class offerings for students, including those in seventh and eighth grade. So as you can see, Tom, there are going to be lots of new faces for us to 
uh, see and learn, and we are really excited to welcome them to Milan Schools. Right, indeed. And, of course, uh, another thing, uh, looking ahead to the uh, 2022-23 uh, school year, the board also uh, had action on the um, athletic handbook and also the uh, Milan High School curriculum guide. That's right. Um, the athletic handbook remained unchanged from last year, but still the board approves that each year so that everyone can basically be on the same page with our procedures and um, regulations for athletics. And our high school curriculum guide was much the same way. Uh, there were some minor edits, but we were excited to be able to include a graduation pathway in the um, music area with the addition of Miss Hacker and um, with us having Mrs. Beadle as our instrumental teacher. Um, we're going to be able to offer more classes for our students in that fine arts area, as well as I mentioned earlier, the agriculture opportunities expanding. And then in the science area, we're going to offer a biomedical class this year. So some of those things were added and I think that's going to be an exciting addition for Milan High School. And that sounds intriguing. The the biomedical uh, course, that's uh, that's interesting. Yes, I will um, rely on Mr. Lankferman, our high school principal, and one of our new hires, Ms. Soto. Um, she has um, the licensure in that area. It is an upper-level uh, science course that is going to allow students that opportunity, you know, to get some additional credits and really do a lot of hands-on learning um, towards that medical profession. And we know how necessary that is in our area alone um, to have you know, high quality uh, medical care. So if we can be a step in that direction, then good, that's, a, that's good for our school to be able to provide. Yeah, and a lot of kids I know uh, go on to Ivy Tech, and they uh, they get involved in the, in that uh, particular program there. So imagine that there's uh, I would I'd imagine think that would uh, kind of open up things for maybe a, a partnership down the road, possibly. Uh, am I off base there? Oh, absolutely not. I love the way you're thinking. <laughs> yes, and we uh, appreciate any type of partnerships that we can get that help our students be successful. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our look back at the Milan School Board meeting for Monday night as we continue our conversation with Superintendent Jane Rogers. And that's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Milan School Superintendent Jane Rogers. And uh, Jane, a, a couple of things uh, regarding a a resolution which kind of uh, is uh, linked with the the building project. And uh, can you tell us about the resolution and then also the um, update on the uh, building project as well? Certainly, Tom. Um, the resolution really is allowing us to enter into the final phase of the plans that we had for this current building project. And you and I have been talking about it for the past several months, but now we are beginning to look at that final phase with 
just the addition of a weight room area, changing area, some additional restrooms there at the side of our lobby between the high school and middle school. So again, we've been working with Hal Covert, our architect from Tower Pinkster. Um, We've been working with Jeff Quackenbush um, as our bond counsel and also Damian Magos as our financial consultant uh, to prepare us to sell bonds in the spring so that we can finish this project, which is very exciting. Uh, The next really big news right now is what's happening in our schools this summer. Good news to report, the roof project has been finished. And that was a year-long project to re-roof the middle school and high school. And when you think about it, it is a lot of area to cover. It's much greater than, you know, re-roofing a house or a garage. And yet, um, we're, we're very happy to have that completed. And the exciting thing is, obviously, those roof materials are top-notch. But along with the new roof, uh, we received a 30-year warranty. So we are protected with that roof until the year 2052. So I feel like that gives some assurance to our taxpayers that that's something that's well taken care of. We have also this summer um, begun the work on the front gym lobby. Anyone who drives by the front of the high school area will see that. Um, The old lobby has been removed. Um, They are pouring the foundation and soon the walls will be erected there. Um, They're block walls, so it's going to be a very sturdy facility. It's going to offer us the opportunity to expand our restrooms and also our concession area, as well as having a nice trophy area prior to entering into the gymnasium. And I know you and I have talked about it before, but I feel like it's a welcome addition to help us handle some needed areas like restrooms and concessions, but also to highlight our pride in our Milan heritage and to honor those people who have um, you know, received awards and done so much to make Milan better. Yeah, and, and, uh, and the and fact then, that the space, you know, that you're adding some space in there as well for, uh, for people to move around on game nights, especially. We need that. Yeah. Certainly. <laughs> if you've been there, you know, the old lobby was a bit congested and, being that it was uh, erected in 1960, um, times have changed. And so uh, we needed this area to kind of fit with the times. Mm-hmm. Along with that, Tom, uh, mm-hmm. looking in the back of the building, uh, we are really excited to see the turf going down on our multipurpose field. Um, this week, it's actually turned to green and Um, It's nearly completed with the turf being down. Uh, Then it will be time to fill uh, the turf and put the final lines on to put up up the goalposts. So we are well on schedule working with the Moats Group out of Cincinnati uh, to have that field completed by our August 1st uh, planned deadline. So I have teased that I really want to move my computer and desk and just sit there and watch because it's fascinating to see that process in action. And I get thrilled knowing that it's going to provide so many opportunities for our students, both soccer teams, 
are anxious to get out there and practice. Of course, our, all of our football teams and our football program as well. This is going to allow us to have uh, PE courses there. Uh, the band can get out there. There's just so many opportunities. Off-season, you know, softball, baseball practice, just so, so many things. But to actually watch it uh, being installed is very exciting. When, when the season starts, we're going to have a new concession stand back there as well right in front of our new maintenance shop. Uh, so we we really have hoped to improve that area. Oh, I should remember, too, uh, we've installed new visitor bleachers on the other side of the field, which we feel like will give everyone ample space when they attend a football game. So the improvements will certainly be noticed and will be well utilized once school starts. Yeah, you. Uh, I think you read my mind there, Jane, because I was just thinking about the uh, the new visitor bleachers on the uh, opposite side. So uh, that's going to be a, a nice feature that that facility has not had in uh, in past years, but still, it's uh, that's got to be a nice feature. It really is. Um, it was interesting. We were able to take some of the dirt from the field and move it back to that area to get it leveled, um, and then the uh, concrete pad was poured. So it it gives the visitors a lot of movable, usable space. And I feel like we just won't be as crowded together. Um, So it is a nice addition. We've seen that before, you know, at other schools and felt like we needed that. In fact, when we've had big games before, we've had to look at renting bleachers. And we know that's never a great cost saving. So I feel like this investment is going to pay dividends for us. Indeed. And, um, uh, one other thing, uh, Jane, is uh, that the um, Indiana Virtual Academy uh, had the um, closing out the book, so to speak. Of course, I uh, spoke to your uh, brother, Rob Moorhead, with uh, South Ripley Schools on this yesterday. But uh, uh, from uh, Milan's perspective, uh, can you uh, talk to us a little bit about that? Yes, I would be happy to, Tom. Um, I'm pleased with the way that the Virtual Academy merger has turned out to be such a benefit for all of our Ripley County schools. And you probably heard yesterday that that was formed many years ago from a grant from Lilly to benefit our schools. And it did. Because of that, we were able to provide the necessary fiber to allow us to get the technology in our buildings. And if you look across the state, you'll find that the schools in Ripley County were among the first to be able to have that needed technology. So... It was necessary for us to look at um, the benefits of the virtual academy now, that things have changed in the technological world, and that there are many offerings, especially for online courses. So a little over a year ago, we were able to enter into a partnership with the Central Indiana Education Service Center. That benefited our schools right away because we were able to gain resources from them online classes, um, their public relations services, their media services, uh, which allows us to help with professional development for our staff. Um, All those resources are coming to us free through an agreement we formed with them during the merger. But as we all know, it takes longer to close out the books. And that actually was a year-long process, which finalized here in June. And Todd Nobby from Batesville was our financial officer through the Indiana Virtual Academy. And he was able to report to us in June that all bills were paid and 
all accounts closed. And with the remaining funds, our county schools were able to set up a trust with the Ripley County Community Foundation. I think this is really an appropriate way for us to bring closure to the virtual academy because um, it was the community foundation that worked with Lilly to establish that very first grant. And so now we're able to put back those trust funds, which will allow our schools to benefit from those on a yearly basis. So what better way to uh, preserve the integrity of the virtual academy? And really, it's sort of a thank you note uh, to the students and the families in our schools to know that we still have access to, to funds, but yet immediately we've been able to receive services that are benefiting us. Right. And then uh, anything else, uh, Jane, before we uh, adjourn for the morning? Well, as you know, school is edging ever closer. And here at Milan, we start school on Wednesday, August the 10th. Uh, We have open house scheduled for Friday, August the 5th from 4 to 6. And we look forward to seeing our families out at open house having a chance to walk through the buildings, see classrooms, meet teachers, all those fun things. Um, Our offices are already bubbling with activity as people are coming in to sign up. We welcome new students. Um, And if you are interested in that, we uh, encourage you to come into the school office and uh, fill out necessary paperwork to get your student registered. Um, It's always an enjoyable time because not many places have the opportunity to begin again. And that's something I've always enjoyed about my career in education. We get that fresh start every August and know that the possibilities for us are unlimited. So I'm looking forward to August 10th as well. All right. And then the open house, as you mentioned, on uh, Friday, August 5th uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. Now, is this uh, all buildings in the corporation? Yes, it is, Tom. Uh, We uh, moved to this a year ago and found that it was very helpful because once the families are out, they can just make their rounds, and our schools are so close together, it works well. And then we top it off uh, with the Milan football scrimmage that evening. So many families make a night of it, um, come and have refreshments, and it's a fun time to reconnect after the summer. All right. Well, uh, Jane Rogers, superintendent of the Milan Community Schools, we appreciate your time as always. Uh, Stay well and good luck to everybody at Milan as they uh, embark on another school year and uh, look to uh, talk to you once again down the road. I look forward to that opportunity as well, Tom. Thank you very much.